We're talking about overcoming your personal broken. We're talking about figuring out what it is you want to be about. And we're talking about what matters most. This is almost a self-help episode, only without all that daytime talk show kind of drama. I am Dan. This is the Soul of Wisdom. Buckle up and get ready, because here we go. Holy moly, somehow we made it to episode two, and the world did not blow up before we got here. That's amazing. I know it, right? Good heavens. This is the Soul of Wisdom. I am Dan. That voice of God, that off-camera personality is the producer wife, Beth. Hello. Visit us, soulwisdom.com, S-O-U-L-E wisdom.com. You may email us questions at soulwisdom.com. Follow us anywhere on social media at soulwisdom. And oh, by the way, I think we've picked up 1.2 followers since the first episode. Oh, that's amazing. I know it. Good heavens. At this rate. We love you, by the way. Yes. yes. You and your 1.2%. I think, yeah, I think that 1.2 person's name was Joe, by the way. I think that. I don't know. How would I know that? Hmm? I feel like I know that. I shouldn't know that. Yeah, we should know that. No, I mean, we should know his name because it's not like we get that data. Oh, is it like is it like when they do the credit card commercials and it says Joe Sample? That's, yes. Okay. Yeah. It's Joe Sample. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you, Mr. Sample, for following <laughs> us. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. Um, like us subscribe to us leave us a review if the podcast uh provider that you choose actually allows you to hint hint spotify learn to let people leave reviews uh all that stuff you know the drill so anywho there's a word going around the campfire dear producer wife that uh we're broken people yes so does that mean like physically broken or mentally broken? Like um, we're unstable and people should turn us off right now? Or, Well, no, listening to The Unstable is fun. We've talked about that before with reality TV. That's, people can't turn away from the train wreck. So that's right. That is. If we are unstable, it probably makes us more relatable and more willing for everyone to listen to us. Are you calling me unstable right now? No. Do we need to go have a discussion? No. We can talk about it later. I don't want to talk about it later. <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, more specifically, uh, we wanted to talk in this first segment here about working through natural obstacles. And part of natural obstacles is everybody has some level of broken, some form of broken. Um, there's always there's always an issue, there's always a problem, and it's unique to everybody. Uh, full disclosure, uh, producer wife, what's what's your big obstacle in the world? Migraines. Uh, yes. Lovely, wonderful, fantastic. Takes you down a lot. Yes. Yeah. It does. And we've got 52 doctors working with you now. That's what it seems like sometimes. (laughs) Last count. Um, We go every third day, (laughs) I think. There are some people that have to go to like specialists quite often for migraine meds. And I am, we're not even in a geographical area where that would be easy to do so i'm glad that's not my situation yeah we kind of live out in the quasi wilderness quasi boonies yeah i mean it's it's not the boonies we're still in the quote-unquote city but we are about as far out from city proper as you can possibly get without being completely rural Uh, but someday yeah someday we'll go rural for now we're as close as we can get but it's like an hour drive to get you you the doctor brain as we call her is dr brain or dr headache 
I think we settled on Doctor Brain. Didn't yes, we? we we settled okay. on Doctor Brain. All right. Hi, Doctor Brain. Hopefully, <laughs> she's one of our uh, one of our subscribers. If not, the, the we'll next email one right after Joe her. Sample. Yes, Joe Sample. Okay. Again, thank you, Mr. Sample. Uh, so yeah, that's your broken and my broken is uh, kidney stones. Um, full disclosure, I didn't do anything to destroy my kidneys. It's just um, <clears throat> just kind of a family thing. Uh, dad was susceptible to them, other people in the family, and you just... Your sister has had them, hasn't Yes, she? my sister's had them. Very good point. You just kind of get them, and um, once you've had them once, you become more and more susceptible to them. I do think that men are more susceptible than women. If I remember when I did research years and years ago when you first got your the... first attack... Yes, that's true, and I think it and is. Women are um, more sus uh, transversely. Women are more susceptible to migraines than men. That's true. Yeah, I think that. Um, so we're just common. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I was going to say that I think men get uh, kidney stones as like a childbirth pain revenge. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, you did this to us, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Appreciate it. No, but uh, point is not to sit here and whine and complain about us. We work through these things. Um, but you have to, you have to be able to deal with your obstacles, not only for your personal life, but also for your business life. If you, if you can't figure out how to work around the broken, if you can't figure out how to just uh, make things happen and deal with it, then you will suffer. And part of that, I believe, is also being able to acknowledge the broken, and sometimes it's just trying to figure out what your own broken is is part of your broken not to talk in riddles but that's a little little riddlic riddlic i don't know if that's riddlish riddlish all right we'll go with riddlish it's it's riddlish no um that that's a good point some people you know before you can deal with something you kind of have to define it i guess yes and understand what it is you know our our but that's important that's an important step in the process i believe yeah no i agree I, I guess the lucky part, if you can call it that, is our our individual brokens are fairly easily defined. Yes. You know, uh, your head hurts. Yes. Okay. Uh, I have unescapable pain that happens in my follicular region that, uh, you know, I got to do. Though it. isn't constant, thank God. Pardon? I said, though for you it is not constant. No, no, it's not. Um, you know, I had an episode uh, a week or two ago, uh, but it was like the first one in a few years. Yes. So, you know, uh, but that kind of segues into... The, but it doesn't take you down for hours. It takes you down for days. Yeah. No, I lost a week. Yeah. Yeah. And blew out my eyeballs. So if you're looking at me on um, uh, on YouTube or Rumble right now and you're listening to us there, uh, glance into my eyes. They're actually white now. Uh, they were red. I looked like the devil. Because when I, get, when I get the kidney stones, I get violently ill. And uh, I actually blew out the, um, the blood vessels in both my eyes. So that was cool. Yeah. I never looked sexier, did I? Than, than that. that day. Yes. Yeah. You look sexy today, though. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. She's lying. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, you know, you have to be able to define, as we were saying, what your broken is so you can deal with it. Um, and for us, it's easy to define. For other people, maybe not so much. You know, you've, um, you've got something that's holding you back and you don't necessarily know what it is and whatnot. And, you know, we are, we are not doctors. We did not stay at a holiday and express last night. So we can't tell you how to figure this stuff out or handle it. Maybe it's talking with others. Maybe it's talking with a professional. Maybe it is seeing a doctor. If there's something physically going on with you, but you don't know what it is. I don't know. We would always refer you to the experts, but 
you will suffer in your business life, you will suffer in your personal life, you will suffer in your relationships if you don't figure out what's going on with you and figure out how to deal with it. Step one is being able to take care of yourself before you can take care of others, and that also goes for business. Oh, that's very true, yeah. Um, you know, uh, you can't help your customers if you can't even help yourself. No, that's very true. So, but then it kind of leads into you still have to be able to help your customers. You still yes. have to be able to do those things, but you're broken, so how do you deal with it? So in my case, uh, you know, I know that I'm going to get some kidney stones at some point. Luckily, like I said, it's been several years since the last time, but it's going to happen. I'm not going to avoid it no matter what I do, but there are things that I can do to minimize and mitigate. And for me, a lot of it has been diet related. I drink a metric ton of water. I have left sodas behind. Uh, I don't drink. Um, you know, I try to eat sensibly uh, and don't overload my system with um Junk food. Poisonous, rotten, fast food and junk food and everything else. Doesn't mean that I don't, you know, indulge myself on occasion. Yes. But it's not uh, it's not the mainstay of my diet. And that diet kind of took things from happening all the time to happening every few years. So I can minimize the problem. Which then, is a gigantic improvement. Oh, heavens yes. If you've never had a kidney stone, I highly recommend against it. Uh, if you have the means, I highly recommend just getting your kidneys removed. <laughs> <laughs> just get them out of there ahead of time. Again... Not giving medical advice. Talk to your doctor. Um, Didn't your dad actually, with one of his kidney stone episodes, have to have him blasted? Didn't they go in with like laser and like blast? That no, it wasn't part? laser. It was sound waves. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's no, right. they they actually put you under for that because it's they use so these unpleasant. they use these sound waves to bust them up, but they are so uh, the sound waves are so intense that it would, would be actually be physically painful. It's amazing that you can like hurt yourself with sound, but you know. Good news, you're listening to my voice, and as long as your ears aren't bleeding at this point, you're okay. Yeah. Are your ears bleeding? Not okay. yet. Okay. I'm all right, good. the producer wife's good, so you should all be fine. Um, but anyways, and I'm sitting right across from you. So. That's true. That's true. And you have headphones on, and you're yeah. listening to me, like, amplified. Yes. Yeah, okay. So. I'll tell you if I need the game turned down. No, I'm going to turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyways, so. You know, I've I've changed my diet to minimize it. The other thing is is that I have tried very hard to make sure uh, that we are never super far behind uh, in the business world because unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of predictability to this. Looking back from this last episode, I realized that for a couple of weeks prior, I wasn't feeling great, and I probably should have been able to spot it. But you know, you also go through times where you just you know you just kind of feel under the weather. So you, well, even at the beginning of this last episode, I don't think you necessarily thought it was kidney right away. No, I didn't. It just felt like you were starting to feel ill. Yeah, I just thought I had a bad tummy. But, um, you know, <laughs> very clearly it wasn't. But you've got you've to be able to plan for the time when you know you're going to have a problem. So in this case, we never let ourselves get far behind in our various ventures with things. We try to keep up with our orders. Don't we try to keep up with our customers. Minute. We don't wait until the last minute to do things uh, so that if something does come up, we have the ability to walk away from it. Again, we lost a week, uh, but we're able to walk away and not... Uh, we weren't late on any orders. Nope, nope. Nothing was behind, but that's because we were ahead. Yes. And now we'll work to get ourselves ahead again and try to correct that. So that's how, you know, I've adjusted to that personal broken. Uh, what about you, Beffers? Well, for me, it's been a lot of trial and error. Um, especially with my, what did you say, 52 doctors or whatever. I think that's the count. Um, but no, in all seriousness, there's a lot of 
unpredictability, especially when you're working with something like a migraine where you have to go into prescription medication. And again, not trying to speak for others and everybody has to figure out their own route. And if, if your situation or you're broken requires medication, and that's between you and your medical professionals and your family and whoever else you want to bring into your collective bargaining group of what you want to do to try to fix your broken. But I think that for me, we got to a stage um, after trying for, what was it, three years? No, it was longer than that. Yeah, longer. That we had a break where I had tried working with um, doctors and we decided that the medications weren't working and that we needed to just pause and try a completely natural approach. And after years of trying that, we determined that wasn't the road either. So we needed to go back in and try to find a balance. And that's it's still a trial and error, and we're still trying to find that balance. But, you know, balance is also something that you need to find in your business life and everything else as well. So for me, it's just trying to figure out what medications work and if I need to take abortives or preventatives or whatever it is at the time. I think part of it, too, for you has been to try to do everything you can to maximize the time that's good. Yes. You know, not... Um, that is very true. You know, I think you have to, as hard as it can be sometimes, and I know it it's can be hard for hard. you, you know, you've gone through a three-day bout of, I feel like, complete hot garbage, and then you have a good day, and I think the the desire sometimes is to just go, okay, I'm going to relax now. Yeah, sometimes your body just but, wants to crash, but sometimes that's... But you can't always let it. Yeah, sometimes you can't. And that's not, that's not even just a business thing. That's like a life thing because there are people that count on you. There are things that you need to be able to do for others. Uh, you know, just the normal going through the steps of life. You know, you've just had a bad three or four day stretch or whatever, but the fridge is empty. <laughs> you know, yeah. you got to get to the store. You, know, you have to be able to feed be. yourself despite the fact that there's Grubhub and such now yeah don't feed yourself with grow pub and stuff i mean again indulge here and there but if you're living off of that i feel sorry for you but yeah no it's um you've got a you've got to find an inner strength i think yes to be able to deal with whatever it is that your individual broken is because ultimately if you don't deal with it it goes from beyond being a broken to a built-in reason not to succeed well it definitely creates other problems whether that's like other physical problems or other mental problems because you can easily get yourself into a depressed state oh, yeah. dealing with anything that's physical that's, that's like a an ailment loop. yeah 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 no you just um you get focused on so much on what's wrong that it just becomes more and more wrong and but you no longer can even see through things to see what is right. Yeah, exactly. And you can't let yourself get to that point. No, you can't. No, it's just, it just it doesn't work. Or with business. Again, we were talking in the first episode, which if you haven't listened, please go listen back to the first episode. But in that, we also talked about um, a business that we had become obsessed with, and we stopped paying attention to our own selves. And if you're focusing on everything else that is wrong or everything in that case, I guess, that was right with somebody else, we weren't focusing on ourselves and we weren't dealing with our own issues. Yeah, no, that's very true. So, I mean, <clears throat> I guess when it comes to the, the broken, again, quote unquote, you've got to, you have to certainly 
take care of yourself to your point um, but you need to find that balance of taking care of yourself while at the same time maximizing the time you have that's good so yes. that you can do something with it um, so much of dealing with broken in our personal opinions is a mental thing though if you allow yourself to get down that rabbit hole of life sucks um, you'll never succeed at anything because it will just hold you back and uh, my wish for everybody is to not be held back you we, can't um, go into a new business venture thinking it's going to fail or you will never succeed you can't go into anything that way yeah i mean geez this is a little bit off topic but it's true marriages for example how many go in with prenups yeah all right well you're just planning on a failing you know it's really kind of no different in my personal opinion i would agree mm. all right we beat that one to death i think yes hopefully it all makes sense to you all uh, if but it yeah. doesn't let us know questions at soulwisdom.com and we can further the discussion we love questions but you can also leave comments at that email and, and tell we'll us if we've beaten the dead well. horse too much well we only went on for 16 minutes roughly could have been worse it's our longest segment yet so we beat the dead horse a little yeah that's okay <laughs> all right so listen to this fine bumper music and we will be back shortly here at the soul of wisdom Alrighty, welcome back to the Soul of Wisdom. Hope you enjoyed that lovely, lovely bumper music, the best that a subscription service can buy. So during the break, we don't know what you did, but we talked about pizza franchises. <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally unrelated to the segment we're going Totally into, but... unrelated, but we decided that uh, Hungry Howie's is a dying out thing. Papa John's needs a lot of love, and Little Caesars is a cardboard pizza guilty pleasure. That pretty much sums it up, I yeah, think. Yeah, it does. So anyways, In case well, anybody was curious on what we were discussing. Welcome back to what is not a pizza episode. It's more of a self-help episode of the Soul of Wisdom. Soulofwisdom.com. Questions at soulofwisdom.com. Follow us anywhere at Soul of Wisdom. And oh, by the way, like, subscribe, leave a review, positive feedback, share it, all those things that help us out. So for this segment, I wanted to relate back to something that I first started doing when I was actually Beth's boss. Yes, the producer wife back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Many, many moons ago, Beth and I worked for the same company, and she actually worked for me. Now, for the record, we did not get together until years after we had stopped uh, being professional partners. At and you time. also didn't hire me, and you were also mad about the fact that I got hired because you didn't know about me. Yeah, so the rule, <laughs> the rule in the store at the time was I had to give final approval for any hires uh, they had to see me before they got the green light and because some, he was the store manager yeah because I, I, yeah i ran the store and um you know i trusted my managers but i wanted final say but all of a sudden i walked behind the counter one day and there she was and i'm like who is this person so no i was a little bit cranky <laughs> about that. but but it worked out so you know we found each other years later and you know now we're married and doing a podcast and amongst other things yeah yeah and artwork hmm? and artwork and artwork and an ebay store and uh and uh and uh teachables and uh and uh, we take care of people too yeah but that's that's the next segment actually yeah so stay tuned 
All right, so this one, I want, again, I want to go back and tell a story because I first came up with this way back when. I had an employee working for me, and we will leave their name out of it, but they were struggling with um, the concept of kind of what they were doing with their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say they, it was a he. Okay, so we don't need to be plural people here. Uh, he was talking about how he wasn't sure that he was happy with the direction that things were going. Uh, he didn't necessarily mind the work he was doing for yeah, us. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it was at the store per se. No. It was just no, his it was life actually, in general. Yeah, actually one of the more successful people. Uh, it was a, a commission sales business. And, uh, you know, he was one of the better earners. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, customer feedback on him was decent. Uh, quirky didn't always rub his fellow employees the right way, but as far as the business thing went, it was fine. Um, but you know, he's, it's like struggling with, um, his personal life and, you know, situations at home, things like that. Um, was he really maximizing what he could be all of those things? So, you know, we were having this discussion because somehow you actually, uh, kind of named me the dad of the store yes yeah um which i still don't know how i feel about that because i wasn't that much older than any of you no but you know i started having kids young i guess you did but, but no but you know people would come to me a lot with things other than you know how do i make the sale and we we were talking he and i and it suddenly dawned on me that he was going around and around about what he wanted to be Mm-hmm. You know, well, I'm a salesperson now, but I've thought about doing this and I've thought about doing that. And he named off so many things. I can't even remember them all. So just ultimate confusion, mm-hmm. you know, because how can you how can you figure out how to be the best at something or even figure out beyond that a direction when there are so many ideas floating around your head? How do you work through that confusion? Yeah. How do you get any of that to make any sense? Uh so it dawned on me, I, I said, person, because I'm not going to give his name. I said, what? You've told me all these things you want to be. What do you want to be about? And he sat there for a couple of minutes. There's this, there's this rule in sales that um, the next one who talks loses. So I kind of applied that rule right there. I asked him that question, then I shut up. And we sat there for a long time and he was uncomfortable. And then finally he said, I don't know what you mean. So what I told him was, well, what I mean is you've talked to me about all these things that you could do with your life, but how do you define your life? You've told me that you could be this, 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 or that, and those are occupations, Those are things that you do to get your money. Yeah. And those are all fine things. But at no point have you said to me, I want to be known as, for example, a good father. Or I want to be a good husband. Which I believe he did have children at that point, did he not? Oh, yeah. No, he already had kids. Yeah. Um, So, you know, that was that was already part of his existence. But he didn't he didn't mention any of that. You know, he didn't, uh, he didn't say, you know, I want to be a good husband. You know, I want to be and a Because guy. of wanting to be a good husband, I want to do this job or that job. Yeah. Or... Yeah. You know, he didn't define that I want to be, you know, uh, I want to believe in this or that. Uh, 
I want to be helpful in my neighborhood, whatever the case may be. These are things that aren't so much what you want to be. Again, they're more what you want to be about. How do you define your existence from something beyond just work? Yeah. Um, and it kind of blew him away once he started to wrap his head around it. And he was really stymied for a while. And we actually had to continue the discussion a couple of days later. But he came back to me and he said, you know, I've thought a lot about what we were talking about. And he's like, you're right. I'm trying to focus everything on what it is that I want to do rather than it is what I am. And that's really what I mean by, by the difference between trying to define yourself about, you know, more around what you want to be about. Yeah. Because that's, that's more internalized it's got a less a lot less to do about what it is that you want to do for a living and i think this is important to think about because regardless of where you're at in life where you're at in business where you're at and everything else if you haven't defined what it is that you stand for what it is that defines you internally uh, you're missing the boat because there are more important things than your business. There are more important things than your occupation. And let's be brutally honest, how many of us are actually doing the thing that we set out to do when we were young? Yeah, or even the thing that we set out to do through college or... Yeah, it, quite frankly. early adult life. Yeah, quite frankly, how many of us were even able to define that early on? A lot of people can't. That's what his problem was. Yeah. He couldn't define what it was that he wanted to do. But that first focus, I think, has to be what it is that you want to be. Again, I'm beating the horse with the wording, but it's the best way to put it. What do you want to be about? Yes. So once he started thinking that way uh, and, and stopped worrying about so much what it was he was going to do to get his money um, there's some amazing things that happened he started being happier in the job he was in he seemed a lot less restless after that um, and that showed he started thinking a little more broadly I noticed he started talking about his kids more I never heard much about his kids, but he started actually mentioning them and what was going on. We would have those discussions. He started talking about a significant other more, things like that. Um, and long story short, uh, and I'm not going to get into the details, but a time came where there was a, a change made at a corporate level, and we had to change our business model. And a lot of people uh, lost their jobs in that change of business model, and he was one of them. Long and the short of it is, corporately, they decided to uh, purge anybody who was successful. Stupidest move I'd ever seen. But that's another episode. But I, I actually went over to his house to help him with some stuff a few weeks later. And I apologized to his wife about what had happened. I said, I was so sorry. I just, it was nothing I had any control over. And uh, she said to me, why? Why are you sorry? He loved working there and he changed his life. And I'm like, oh, I don't really think I changed his life. But but she was saying how he was able to find a certain peace and strength through his experiences and working focus. there and focus and things like that. And he has actually gone on now to, he's still in a corporate world where we are not, but he's actually had a lot of success. He is in the auto industry now and actually runs one of the most successful dealerships in the Midwest. And uh, you could argue, depending on how you measure it, 
that he has eclipsed me at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, it kind of depends on how you measure it, but that that just makes me happy. And again, he's he's kind of an interesting character. He's not everybody's cup of tea. But, um, but he started rethinking what it was that was more important. And it's, it's interesting, too, if you like look at his Facebook feed and stuff now, it's very rarely about what he does for a living. It is mostly about what he's doing with his family and in his community and things like that. Yeah. He posts a lot about his kids. He's got a football team that he likes, so he posts about that when they're able to go to games. He posts about his wife constantly, things like that. So it's just, he's just a different dude now. Yeah. And I started taking that that idea and talking with more and more people about it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's something that I also tried to internalize because I've had my own bumps and bruises and things, uh, especially since that time, which is like 20 years ago now. Good Lord, I'm getting old. But I've... Sneaks up on you. Pardon me? I said it sneaks up on you. Oh, I thought you said you're seeing stuff on me. Like, oh, yeah, I'm no. looking at your face right now. You're really <laughs> friggin' old, honey. <laughs> I can see those lines under your eyes from here. Yeah, so can I. I'm actually looking at myself right now on the feed, and yeah, there they are. <laughs> Good Lord. Getting old. Anyways, uh, you know, we, um, I've, I've had to apply that, that thinking to myself, too, in some of my more darker transitional kind of times where you, you kind of have to think about what it is that you want to be about. But anyways, the point of this ramble is that it's not all about doing something for a living. No. It has to first be defined to have any level of success in anything, what it is that you stand for. Yes. And if you haven't defined that, then good luck with everything else because you're going to meander through. And so many of us meander through life. Yeah. We really do because we're so focused on trying to figure out what that next step is and getting to that next step. And often it is in a professional kind of level that we haven't defined exactly what our individual paths should even look like or what direction it should take. Again, yeah. what do we stand I think for? some people do that with their personal lives too, whether it's relationships or anything else. But I'll use relationship as an example. It's very easy to get so focused on the fact that you're in a relationship and that you need to take it to the next step that you're not even paying attention to the fact if it's a good relationship or not oh yeah yeah no that that's that applies to that as well because again that that's a little bit of the the what do you want to be versus what do you want to be about or even in that case i think there's a little bit of societal expectation but that also trickles over into business because you can know that you're working in whatever field and because the standard in that field is x that means you have to change your business to the standard well not necessarily because there could be something that you're doing currently that's defining you and making you unique from the competition but it's very easy to get sucked into what does society expect or what do you what do you think everybody else wants you to be doing next that you keep trying to reinvent the wheel for that next stage yeah that's true and that actually is a big problem right now is that societal societal norms are abnormal yeah in so many cases right now but that pressure and i think a lot of that's brought through the internet and social media and stuff but that pressure to conform yeah that pressure to do this i think in a lot of cases keeps you from paying defining and defining yourself um and just figuring out what it is that you stand for because in that might because you're so focused on what you should be doing next yeah yeah but then again 
if you're only looking at the one step ahead, which is much more falls in line with that what do you want to be, the what in my mind, the what you want to be is like the the next step on the path where the what you want to be about is the whole path. It's the broad picture. Yeah, it's the broader picture, exactly. And I think that um, that we're not very good at defining that. But I, this guy proved to me, and that's why I've used it more and more often since whenever I'm talking to people and I've used it on myself, that if you can focus on that wider path, it's kind of amazing what you can achieve. And it definitely makes you happier with your existence. Yeah. Because like him or dislike him, dude's successful. Yes. He's successful now. And he also doesn't seem unhappy in his world. No. So I, you know, good on him. I, I don't know how you can complain about that. No. So. Those yeah. are all good things. So this is something to think about. And I bet you that most of you listening have not thought in this way before. Uh, but I can... I encourage you to do so. Think about this kind of mentality. Challenge yourself. Yeah, challenge yourself. Look at the broader picture. Think about redefining how you look at things rather than in the moment I need to be this, I need to achieve this next step. This is what I need to be. And think more about, no, this is overall what defines me because that is a different way to look at success and a different way to look at happy, but it's one that's longer term and works better. Yes. You agree, Oh, I producer agree. wife? 100% agree. Excellent. All right, on to the next segment. We have something else to talk about, which will hopefully wrap all of this up. We'll be back with you in just a sec. Welcome back for this final segment of today's Soul of Wisdom. I am Dan, the God voice, the producer wife, Beth, also with us. Hello. Hey. So we never stopped thinking during the break. We hope you didn't either. We were actually talking about, oh, geez, I just stopped thinking. What were we talking about? Well, we talked a little bit about our last segment, but then we were talking about what we were going into. No, there was some other point that I was going to make. Well, this is embarrassing. I've totally lost it. Was huh. it going to be the point about how your old manager wanted you to come up with the no the outline? Oh, no, I know what it was. I was going to point out that in case it's not clear, uh, we actually oh. do, yeah, we actually do everything from home, the Beffer and I. We work from home. Our studio is here. Our shop is here. Our everything is here. So just to give you a little bit of perspective, when we talk about things, uh, we are very much a self-contained business entity, uh, all in about, you know, our home, our kitchen, our family, our business, our everything, all within about 2,500 square feet. Yes. Yeah. Everything is in the exact same place all the time. Yeah. So, uh just bear that in mind because it might offer a little bit of uh, insight and perspective when we talk about different things. But specifically here on this what's become a self-help episode of the Soul of Wisdom, soulofwisdom.com, questions at soul, wis, not soul of wisdom, soulwisdom.com, although soul of will refer you there because I bought both. Okay. Okay. Either one, whatever. <laughs> questions at soulwisdom.com, follow us at soulwisdom, like, subscribe, share, all those things. Uh, so... 
we wanted to kind of wrap this one up by talking about what matters most. So we started out by, in the first segment, talking about what it is that you have to overcome, your personal obstacles, your yeah. broken, as we called it. And then we talked about kind of defining uh, what it is that you want to be about rather than what you want to be. And then that kind of together segues into defining in your life what it is that matters most and why on a business podcast Beth are we talking about defining what matters most well ultimately I think it's because you have to have some focus because if you're just going from day to day with you know not even just talking about like a plan of what you're going to accomplish that day but if you don't have an overarching theme that is helping to propel your existence, then I think that gets problematic. Yeah, no, that's very true. I mean, there has to be, there has to be guideposts. There has to be, that's a good word. Yeah. There has to be some reason for, for what it is that you're doing. Something, something that keeps you on the track that keeps you on the rails or you become derailed. And it is that becoming derailed that just, destroys anything you're going to do personally or professionally so while our focus is intended to be very much business this is another thing we were talking about during the break is that there's so much crossover yeah between our personal lives and our business life not just because it's all in the same place but yeah i mean even if you go out to a traditional quote-unquote nine-to-five job so often you bring part of that home with you yeah. Either because of the experience that you had during the day or, you know, you had to bring work home because you didn't get it done or the case may be. Yeah. Those, those things cross over. So if you don't have those kind of guide rails about what matters most, uh, then, you know, it becomes very hard to get anything done and do anything well. So when we've, we've talked about this, you and I, quite a bit and quite a bit recently, this concept of defining uh, what it is. Uh, that matters and perhaps making a list and we kind of decided that having like five things yeah to to base your life upon making it memorable making it not yeah. so overwhelming that it's not achievable exactly not things that are so specific that you can't that, that, that they're just dumb like i want to eat peas every day yeah you know or pizza yeah or pizza <laughs> yeah don't don't do that but but also not being so broad that it's not attainable like uh like one of the things that matters most is i wouldn't put on that list uh, i want to be good no well, what the hell does that mean no you know how do you how do you define that how well how do you measure it that's the bigger thing yeah you can define it however you want but you can't measure something that that broad so you have as to have to something like um, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. As opposed to something more specific, like as part of being good, is I want to make a more of a conscious effort to control the amount of swearing that I do, or um, control certain language used around your children, or something like that, for example. No, that's a great idea. So one of the, that's actually where we want to go. But that's measurable. Yeah, that's actually where we want to go next was kind of how to come up with these things. And again, we can't give you a list and say, go do this. Because first of all, uh, we are not 
you know, perfect. psychiatrists or psychologists. We are not perfect. Uh, we're also not uh, like an Oprah or something where we're going to sit here on a show and tell you how to. You get a list and you get a list. Yeah, you get a list and you get a list. <laughs> and now, no, it's, just, you know, this kind of daytime talk where people are just throwing out these ideas, say, you should go do this. That, that isn't us either. But we do recognize certain things that concepts. Yeah. Concepts that work and concepts that don't work. And one of the concepts that definitely works is having having a definition for your life, defining what it is that matters most. And I actually liked your, your no swearing thing. That is something that you could put on a list that defines you that's like actionable and measurable. Yes. You know, so you can you can say that you're gonna make yourself a better person by cleaning up your language. And And you'll notice right away when you slip up and it'll be obvious to I would think even the people around you, if it was a drastic change in your life, that that was something that you were improving upon. Yeah. No, you can, yeah, you can, you can police that very easily mm -hmm. and others can help you police it. Yep. Um, you know, the, whether or not you want to take your list and make it public to the rest of your family and friends, or you want to keep it to yourself, that's an individual choice. But if you do make it public, then, you know, being able to have these people help you police it. Yeah. Is, is good. Uh, you know, for us, one of the things that is on our list of what matters most is making sure that our family uh, is fed, happy, and healthy. Yes. Uh, and we, not to get into the details, but we actually have uh, uh, my mother and my wife's father in our home with us. We take care of them because they uh, are at a position in life where it would be difficult for them to do it themselves. So they are definitely one of the things that matters most. Yes. If they are not healthy, if they are not happy, then that is a problem. So that's on the list. Um, the education of our son. Yes, that is also something we do. So those are just a couple of things that we do, a couple of ideas that are kind of on our list that are like actionable and measurable. And your list can change too because, you know, life changes, people change. But... So, so you kind of have to adapt the guideposts, I would think, as, yeah, as you go. You could even make it something structured if you want, like as part of your New Year's resolutions, so to speak, that every first of the year, before the first of the year, you're going to reevaluate your list and see if it still applies. Yeah. Speaking of New Year's resolutions, I think that's, that's a good place to look at it. But I would say don't look at it, again, how people so often look at New Year's resolutions. Like they're like, I'm going to lose weight. That's my New Year's resolution. What does that mean? Yeah. How do you define it? How do you measure it? How do you it? do what, it? Yeah, and that's why everybody fails. How are you planning on losing weight? Yeah. Are you buying a gym membership? Are you changing your diet? Are you doing all of those things? Well, even then, okay, I'm going to buy a gym membership. Great. When are you going to go? Go, yeah. How often? Where is it in the schedule? I'm going to change my diet. Great. What's the new diet? Yeah. You know, do you have a meal plan? You know, people don't... Yeah. So here's a podcast, The Nine Steps of the Ten Step Journey at some point. Mm, yeah. So stay tuned for that one. That one's going to come at some point because uh, that's that's a Danism right there. But um, it basically it means not following through with something to its co logical conclusion, to its completion. And, um, you know, but that's that's the whole idea of the of the guideposts of the understanding what matters most to you in your life and having a list and trying to adhere to that list is to have those guideposts so that you can reach a logical conclusion with everything you do, business, personal, all of that. Yes. Would you agree? I would agree. Cool. All right. Hopefully that 
makes sense to you as well. The whole idea of this episode was to present more kind of life things, more philosophical things, but it all ties in, which is why we pointed out how what we do is very home-based. For us, those things absolutely have to tie in all the time. We have to focus on our own broken areas and how to overcome them. We have to focus on uh, defining what it is that we want to be about because that really comes to the fore when you're doing your own thing and doing it in a contained space with your family. Yeah. And then, um, and then also having those guideposts that defining what it is that, that is most important. And without those things, we would fail. Uh, I would argue that without those things, you will fail, whether or not it is in your business or your personal life, but just about anything. Uh, if you don't have structure, if you don't have these kind of principles mapped out, then ultimately I think you will struggle to win. Yeah. Would you concur, Buffy? Very much so. Any parting words from the God voice? No. God voice has pretty much said what it's what it wants to say. Inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, this has been another episode of the Soul of Wisdom, soulwisdom.com. Questions at soulwisdom.com. Follow us at soulwisdom, like, subscribe, share, review, all those things, and we will see you next time.